Could the Bearcats be a contender? Tonight will tell us. Let me explain. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy game day. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. It's free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. But don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow us too to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day, former sports director of UC's student-run media organization, Bearcast Media, where I commentated, was a play-by-play announcer for Bearcats football and men's basketball. The Bearcats in ECU tonight. On ESPN2, happy Veterans Day to all the amazing veterans out there, including my grandfather. We're proud that you're making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code LOCKEDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. So Cincinnati's taking on ECU tonight, a crucial game for the Bearcats championship hopes. And I think tonight we're going to find out a lot about this Bearcats team. We're going to find out if they are true contenders. They're 7-2 and two right now, which is really good. They're 4-1 in AAC play, which is really good. But I don't have the sense that I've had in previous years that they are, in fact, a championship contender. In fact, I almost feel like I need to see them beat a team like ECU tonight. I've seen them beat Indiana, but that was a game where they looked really good for 30 minutes in the first half and then looked terrible in the second half. I've seen them look really good against Miami. I saw them go toe-to-toe with Arkansas, which Arkansas is now turning into a dud in the SEC West. But I need to see them in conference play, which has not been a uh, smooth ride for Cincinnati. I need to see them take care of business tonight against a really good ECU team. And we're going to find out truly if this team is a championship contender. Now, Cincinnati has not lost a home game in five years. And I said yesterday, if you understand the history of recent Bearcats football, recent history of Bearcats football, this is going to come full circle here. So I mentioned that Cincinnati has lost or or has not lost five or has not lost a home game in five years. The last time they lost a home game was this Friday, this exact Friday, five years ago when they lost to Temple. The next week, they go to East Carolina, and that East Carolina team was 2-8. and eight. But they played like an 8-2 and two team against Cincinnati. They won that game 48-20. to 20. And what I remember most from that game, aside from Gardner Minshew carving up the Bearcats' defense, I remember Luke Fickle saying after the game, they had to do some soul-searching on the ride home. They had to, I mean, he didn't like the way they finished the game with their emotions. And you think about where this program was then and where this program is now. Ever since that game, ever since that game, this program has gone 52-8. and 52-8. and eight Since beating, or is it 51-8? and eight. It's, it, it, They've won over 50 games since then. 31 of those games have come in Nippert Stadium. They are in a much better place now than they were back in 2017. This home game winning streak tonight, though, will get tested. For the first time in a long time, I'm legitimately worried about a Bearcats home game. 
because I don't know if this offense can keep up with East Carolina. East Carolina is going to be rolling in here tonight with an offense that is humming. Like, they've scored they scored 47 against Memphis, given that game went to four overtimes, but still they had to score. They scored 34 against a very good UCF defense, and they went out to Provo, Utah, and took down BYU 27-24. This is a team that's rolling in here with a lot of confidence. And I am legitimately worried for the first time if this offense can keep up with ECU. Now, there's also the defense, the Black Cats defense, which looked good on Saturday against Navy. So that can help. But this game could turn into a shootout. Is Ben Bryant capable of leading this team to victory? We've seen him against Indiana look really good. We've seen him give the Bearcats chances in their two losses, which are nothing to sneeze at, really. You might think they're bad losses. I don't think they are. At the time, the Arkansas loss was not a bad loss. In fact, I was more encouraged after that game than I was, you know, I was I was more encouraged after the game than I was maybe leading into it. And UCF, yeah, that was disappointing, but I actually came away from that thinking, okay, you know, the Bearcats didn't deserve to win that game, but they did give themselves a chance, and that's all you can ask for. It feels like this game tonight is the crossroads of the season. Is this team a true conference championship contender? Or are they maybe headed for an 8-4 and four season, maybe 9-3? and three? Because this game tonight and the game in two weeks against Tulane, they are going to be astronomically important to Cincinnati's conference championship hopes. They really are. So if the Bearcats are a championship contender, they win this game tonight. But for the first time in a long time, and I felt this way going into UCF, and the loss only validated that, it feels like for the first time in a long time, this team is vulnerable because they're no longer head and shoulders above the rest of the group of five. UCF and Tulane. I mean, Tulane is number 16 in the playoff rankings, and that's who's rolling in in two weeks. That's going to be a marquee game. UCF goes to Tulane, or I'm sorry, they host Tulane this week. That's not going to be an easy game. But here's why, in addition to why, while I am concerned about tonight's game, here's why I'm confident, right? So we all remember Holton Aylers, ECU's quarterback, who's been there for since 2018. But as Mo Egger will tell you, it feels like he's been there 20 years. We know that Holton Aylers had a fantastic game against Cincinnati in 2019. 32 of 52, 535, four touchdowns and a pick. But look at the other three starts he's had against Cincinnati. They have not been good. In particular, he's made two starts at Nippert Stadium, and they've been dreadful. Right? This program has not lost a home game in five years, the Bearcats. The next game, um, Luke Fickle said they had some soul-searching to do on the ride home, and they've done that. And they've beaten ECU badly three of the last four times. They've crushed them twice at home. The last time ECU came to Cincinnati... The Bearcats ran up 653 yards of offense. 31 straight home wins. I get it, ECU is talented, and we're going to take a look at that in segment two. I get it, they're talented. But the Bearcats have the culture. And I remember last year, the final regular season game was at ECU. And Cincinnati was 11-0, of course, number four in the country. ECU, that was the ultimate trap game. And... 
some were maybe worried about that game. I know Mo Wegger had concerns about that game. I was a little bit too because I knew ECU was really good. And I knew in 2020 after the Bearcats blew them out that ECU was going to want a little revenge. That was their biggest game of the season. It was on national television. But instead, Cincinnati came to play and they won. Cincinnati, <clears throat> excuse me, they um, took care of business. That's because of their culture. ECU had talent going into that game, but the Bearcats winning culture. And culture is so, it's such an overused term in sports. To some, it isn't to me. And that's what's going to come into play tonight. Can the Bearcats culture, can the Bearcats winning culture that has won two straight conference championships, four straight over ECU, can their culture prevail in this game? Right? ECU has a lot of talent. Mike Houston has done a really good job building that program into contention in the American, but the Bearcats are still the top dogs, right? Even UCF beat them in two lanes, 5-0. and Cincinnati is still the two-time reigning conference champions. The Bearcats have to show their culture tonight. All right, coming up, stopping the run or containing ECU's receivers? What's the bigger key to the game, and can the Bearcats get their running game going? We'll get into all of that. Next, but first, I'm here to tell you that today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football season. It's so easy to get started. Just create an account. Uh, you can place a hunt up to $100, and Underdog will deposit up to $100 back. Now, I know sports betting isn't legal in Ohio just yet, but when it is, we're going to be able to go to the Underdog website, look at the different pick'em choices for the Bearcats each week. Um... Uh, go to Underdog and make your picks just like I'm going to do when sports betting is legal in Ohio. It's easy to play and available currently in over 30 states. So maybe you're listening to this from Tennessee and you want to make some wagers on is Seth Hennigan going to go over 272.5 or it was it was 272 or 275 passing yards tonight. Is Eddie Lewis going to go over 37 or 39 and a half receiving yards? If you're listening in Tennessee, you can make wagers on these games. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just the Bearcats, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy to play games out there, and you can win cold hard cash in a single game. Uh, sign up with the promo code Locked On, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. How about that? Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on. Get in on the college football pick em action today. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Alex Frank with you, your host, each and every day here on Lockdown Bearcats, Cincinnati and ECU tonight. From Nippert Stadium, big, big game. ECU six and two or six and three, three and two in American Athletic Conference play. The Bearcats seven and two, four and one in American Athletic Conference play. The Bearcats looking for their 32nd straight home win, but it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to find a way to stop the run and contain ECU's wide receiver. So, what's the bigger key to the game? Well, you heard Russ Heldman, my colleague at All Bearcats and Sports Illustrated, talk about this yesterday, right? ECU is a very good run team. Keaton Mitchell is leading the conference with 863 rushing yards and 107.9 yards per game. That leads 
the conference. He has five 100-yard rushing games. Last week against BYU, or two weeks ago, rather, excuse me, ECU was on a bye last week. Keaton Mitchell had 176 rushing yards at BYU. Nine carries for 10-plus yards, three carries for 21 or more yards. As Russ said to me yesterday, and he said to all of you, when Keaton Mitchell gets going, he is tough to stop. If you're Cincinnati, you are going to have to find a way to stop the run. Right now, Cincinnati is um, 64th in rush defense. So that's middle of the pack, right? ECU is 53rd running the football. So there is, okay, that gives you hope that Cincinnati can match the uh, um, Pirates rushing offense because that's going to be the biggest key to this game. If the ECU offense and Keaton Mitchell forces the Bearcats to bring an extra man down into the box, that is going to make things very difficult for the Bearcats defense because then you're going to leave your corners on islands and then your secondary is going to have to step up. And again, I'm concerned about the secondary. Cincinnati has to find a way to slow down Keaton Mitchell. And what's interesting about him, and this is what I love about um, sports. I remember the game in 2020. Keaton Mitchell was, I don't think the top back. I think their top, I think their running back lead back that time was Raji Harris. But ECU Keaton Mitchell had his first career touchdown in that game. And as someone who loves their mom as much as I do, I remember seeing a video of uh, Keaton Mitchell's mom screaming at the television in excitement, watching him score his first touchdown. Now, she couldn't be at the game that night. That was the COVID year, but just a really cool moment uh, for someone like me. So, but now he's the lead back on ECU. He's going to be the focal point of the Bearcats defense tonight. So stop the run is the biggest key to the game for me. Number two, get off the field on third down. Here's why. ECU is 11th in the country in third down conversion percentage. The Bearcats defense is 91st. They struggle to get off the field on third down. But if you give ECU um, an extra set of downs, that could come into play. Like I mentioned against UCF, you had to get off the field to give your defense some rest and play that complimentary football, which the Bearcats have done so well against ECU since 2018. That's going to come in play tonight. You're getting off the field on third down because ECU is middle of the pack in time of possession, and the Bearcats are not. They're only 108th. So all these statistics suggest to you that the Bearcats are viewed as an underdog going into this game. I don't think so. I think Cincinnati is still the better program with the higher pedigree. But right now, ECU is going to come in, and they're going to give the Bearcats all they can handle, right? Stop the run, force ECU into long third downs, and that's going to make it easier for your corners. That will allow the pass rush, too, to get home. Cincinnati enters this game, their pass rush, which we know is really, really good, right? Um, where are those statistics? Um, Ivan Pace leads the tackles in the uh, leads the nation in tackles for loss. Sorry, at 18 is fifth in sacks and tackles at 97. The Bearcats overall they lead the country with nine tackles for loss per game. They rank third in sacks at 3.75. They also rank fourth in yards per play allowed. 18th in pass defense, 22nd in total defense, 25th in scoring defense. They also lead the country with four defensive touchdowns. So that is 
going to be a major factor in the game tonight, right? It's going to be, can this Bearcats defense that is so good at getting to the quarterback, can they tee off on third and long? That's after they stop the run. Number three, be the more disciplined team. Cincinnati has four straight wins over East Carolina. Here's the thing, though. Excuse me. In 2019 and 2020, the Bearcats had 12 and 13 penalties in those two games. Those add up. And this ECU team is a lot better than those ECU teams. Penalties are going to be a factor in the game today. Like, Ben Bryant can't have three delay of games like he had last week. They got to get the, they got to get, there's got to be a sense of urgency, right? And if you're on defense, Play discipline. If you make a great play, yeah, acknowledge it, but don't showboat it, right? Do your job, get back on your side of the field or get to the sideline and move on, right? That's what you have to do. Be the more disciplined team. It's what's almost cost the Bearcats games against ECU in the past. Culture can win this game because the Bearcats have been in so many of these games. So many times teams have challenged the Bearcats in conference play since 20, uh, really since 2020. The Bearcats beat UCF on the road. They beat SMU. They beat ECU last year. They beat Houston, right? They've had challenges already this year. And outside of one game, they've overcome four out of five. For a team that lost nine players to the NFL draft last year, that's pretty dang good. So just be the more disciplined team. It's what's Almost cost the Bearcats against ECU before. It can't tonight in a game that will determine if this team is a true championship contender in the American. And then number four, your pass rush. It can mask the mismatch, and we'll get into this in segment three. It can mask the mismatch with ECU's receivers against the Bearcats' corners, right? Holden Aylers has an absolute cannon for an arm. We know that. He holds five conference records in passing. But if the Bearcats' defense, Jabari Taylor, Jawan Briggs, Malik Van, I'm sorry, not Malik Van, um, Jabari Taylor, Jawan Briggs, Eric Phillips, Dante Corleone, Ivan Pace, if that front seven can get home, it's, it's going to make life so much better for the corners. You may not even hear their name because Holton Aylers can't get the ball to them, right? That's what this game comes down to. If the Bearcats' pass rush wins the battle up front, they can be... They can win this game. All right. Coming up, players to watch and where this game will be decided. We'll get into all of that after a word from Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with security, home security, but have been putting it off, well, you'll want to listen up because right now, Lockdown Bearcats listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. That is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. I use Simply Safe. All the time. My family comes first. So, and look, my apartment here in Macon, Georgia, it's secure. But you know what? I travel a lot. So I want to know that my system is secure. And I can control it right from the phone, right from my phone with the Simply Safe security app. Watch the crystal clear HD live stream of my security cameras. Um, when I was in New Orleans, they really had my back. Um, just making sure that my apartment was safe and secure. You know, I was seven hours away. It's not like I could have been home in just a couple hours. No. So I was in a different time zone. Thanks to Simply Safe, though, I felt safe. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 
by U.S. News & World Report a third year in a row. It's whole home security with advanced sensors for every room. Simply Safe is window and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafecom slash college today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafecom slash college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Locked On Bearcats is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cincinnati taking on ECU tonight in a game that will heavily impact the race for the American Championship game. Cincinnati, the players for me to watch on offense, it's got to be Joe Huber and James Tunstall, right? The offensive line has to hold up because they're not doing a good job of that right now. This offense is very limited, so that's going to put more of an onus on the offensive line. If there's any development in this season, for the Cincinnati Bearcats, it's been that their offensive line has not been what we thought it was going to be. And that's mainly because of the tackles. They're inconsistent. They look lost. And they're, quite frankly, just not doing a good enough job right now. They have to hold up in pass protection tonight. If the Bearcats are going to have success, because they're struggling to run the football. But if they can get big plays downfield to their wide receivers, let's not forget the last time the Bearcats played ECU in Nippert Stadium, Desmond Ritter had a fantastic game. In fact... Desmond Ritter had three 300-yard passing games against ECU in his career. Like, he owned the Pirates. So what I'm hoping is it's not going to be a case like against SMU where Ben Bryant struggled. Ben Bryant has to be good tonight. He has to be good tonight for the Cincinnati Bearcats. And the pass protection must be there. Now, the tight ends. I'm still not seeing as much from them as I'd like to, right? Josh Wiley, Leonard Taylor. Leonard Taylor had a touchdown last year against ECU that got the Bearcats rolling offensively. I remember that game vividly. If they can get going tonight and pick up those easy yards, make it easier on the offensive line, get the quick passing game going, which Russ said worked for them really well last week. Get the quick passing game going, get the RPO game going. This can be a successful night for Cincinnati offensively. The pass could open up the run. Now I've got three players to watch for on ECU's defense. First up is number 11. That's outside linebacker Jeremy Lewis. He's got six tackles for loss and three sacks on the season. So that's, again, if he's coming off the edge, that's going to put the spotlight on Joe Huber. That's going to put the spotlight on James Tunstall. He's very good at getting to the quarterback and very good at getting in the backfield and disrupting plays. Then I got number 96, defensive lineman Chandra Sims. Five and a half tackles for loss, three sacks. So those are your big defensive, those are your big pass rushers to focus on if you're the Bearcats. And then safety Julius Wood, 55 tackles that leads the team. 55 tackles. He's got three forced fumbles. By the way, I think he wears number 32, Julius Wood. It's 32 or 33, but I think it's 32. 55 tackles to lead the team, three forced fumbles, two interceptions. So he's looking to take the ball away. If you're Ben Bryant, who has not thrown an interception since the bye week, Believe it or not, again, be careful. If you're going to target Tyler Scott deep or target Wiley up the seam or target someone on an out route, watch out for Julius Wood. And then the Bearcats on defense. It's got to be the corners. I mentioned it earlier this week. 
The Bearcats offense against Navy, or I'm sorry, the Bearcats cornerbacks against Navy struggle mightily. I mean, they could not get off the field. They could not cover Navy's receivers. And Navy doesn't throw the ball very often, as we know. But they still allowed 84 yards on four completions. 84 yards on four completions. That's an average of 21. That's two first downs. Now you're going up against ECU's wide receivers that consist of, I mean, you've got, obviously, Isaiah Winstead, 64 catches, 871 yards, 13.6 yards per catch. C.J. Johnson, 44 receptions, 702 yards, 16 yards per catch. Ryan Jones, 35 receptions, 362 yards, 10.3 yards per catch. Even Jalen Johnson, 17 receptions, 203 yards, 11.9 yards per catch. This is a, sorry, a very, very good ECU receiving core that is going to test the Bearcats secondary for the first time all season. I'm worried about that this secondary doesn't have Sauce Gardner or Kobe Bryant or, you know, Brian Cook. Because they made some plays against ECU in the past. Arquan Bush has two, the pick six in 2018. But I am still very, very concerned about this secondary. If they can't stop a pass, a triple option offense when they throw, and they throw mainly down the middle of the field, now the perimeter is going to be the focus in this game with ECU's receivers that are big time receivers, big play receivers. Throw a catching from a quarterback who is incredible in the passing game and very, very prolific with the football and then ECU on offense Keaton Mitchell I mentioned him in in segment two he's the locomotive he's what drives this team right if you watch him he's a hard-nosed runner and when he gets into the open field he's tough to bring down and if you're Cincinnati the run defense has been inconsistent this season it was good last week against Navy it wasn't good at UCF wasn't good versus USF wasn't good against Arkansas it has to be good tonight against ECU and then the receivers, right? Those are your big playmakers. I get it. The Bearcats have looked really good against ECU the previous two years. They've outscored them 90 to 30. But I remember 2019. I remember CJ Johnson having 200 yards. I remember Hole Nailers throwing for 400, for 535 yards, right? That happened. Four touchdowns. So the Bearcats are going to have to focus on their wide receivers. But the running game is the big point because that's going to open up everything ECU wants to do in the passing game. That's the matchup of the game tonight. In years past, you've always felt confident with the Bearcats' corners and secondary against any opposing team's wide receivers. Notre Dame last year, you felt confident. SMU, you felt confident. Houston last year, you felt confident. Do you feel that way tonight? I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those where ECU gets their plays. But if the Bearcats secondary can step up, I'm going to feel a whole lot better about this team heading into the final two weeks than I am tonight. Now, with all of that said, my prediction for tonight. Again, ECU has a lot of talent, and they are a very, very you know good team. And the Bearcats, despite bouncing back last week against Navy, are still a very vulnerable team. I do think Cincinnati wins tonight because it's nip and night, the only nip and night game this season. And I think the culture of the Bearcats is going to shine tonight. They know that their season's on the line. Again, as I said in the open, we're going to find out if this team is a true contender tonight. 
they win the night and get to eight and two, and they're five and one in AAC play, they are in they're in control because they're going to beat Temple next week, I think, right? And then they got Tulane at home the next week. If this program can beat ECU tonight, scrape them off the plate and keep that, you know, because UCF and Tulane are playing. And the loser of that game, if it's Tulane, they're tied with Cincinnati. If it's UCF, the Bearcats go ahead of them. So you win tonight. You are back in control of your own destiny to go to the American Championship game for the fourth straight year. They really are already right now in control of their own destiny, but they can really be tonight for sure if they win against ECU tonight. And I'm banking on the home game winning streak. That's another reason why I'm picking the Bearcats to win. All right, Friday night game. That means the recap of the game will be up Saturday morning or tomorrow morning, rather. Excuse me, it's my birthday tomorrow, so that's good. 24, wow. Live 24 years on this earth. How about that? So, sorry, I had to get some water there. Um, Recap of the game tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll go deeper into the game on Tuesday. Film review next Wednesday. Russell will join me next Thursday. And then we are heading to Philly for the final road game as members of the American Athletic Conference. Final regular season road game. How about that? All right. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. It's free and available everywhere that you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow us too to get an alert every time episode. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an A-T-I. You can also follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Lockdown Bearcats is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. How about for your second listen today? Check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Lockdown Bearcats, my name is Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. If you're going to the game tonight, please stay safe, please stay healthy, and while you're at it today, If there's a veteran in your life, please give him or her the respect they deserve. I know my grandfather is going to get a lot of respect from me today, as he does every day, and a lot of love. I'll be calling him later today to wish him a very happy Veterans Day. If you're going to the game tonight, enjoy it. Be loud. Represent the University of Cincinnati so you can keep making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. I'm Alex Frank for Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.